0: Conversations with Daisy Jones. Conversations with Daisy Jones. Conversations with Daisy Jones. Conversations with Daisy Jones. Hey, let's talk a while. She the community voice with a big old smile. If you want that truth, don't touch the dial. If you want that truth, don't touch the dial. Community resource for number one. She's the best when it's all said and done. So go ahead, call on the phone. Man, you're live on the mic with Daisy Jones, so let it not miss you, yeah Better than the magazine bringing life to the issue Having these talks that'll bless you Every conversation will address you Every word tastes good like glass food This show gon' bless you So get on the phone, have a conversation with Daisy Jones Let's go!
1: Hello and welcome to Conversations with Daisy Jones. You know, this show is all about inspiration, empowerment, entertainment because we like to laugh right here. Laughter is good medicine. So we're here today and we've got another powerful inspiring show for you to educate you and help us all to think more broadly as we walk up, walk out our lives of faith. And so it's good to be back. It's another great day. I don't know about you, but it it's uh, can be warm, it could be chilly, it could be raining, it could be stormy. And so I thought it would be very important to bring back to the show our liberty county emergency management agency so i have as a guest today on the show none other than robert died bob director of the liberty county Emergency Management Agency. And I have the pleasure of meeting Trip Duke. He is the Deputy Director of the Liberty County Emergency Management Agency. So get your coffee, get your water, whatever you like to drink, sit back and relax. Uh, Keep driving. Don't stop. If you have somewhere to go, pull over and listen to the entirety of this show. We're talking about the weather. We're talking about the role of the Emergency Management Agency broadly and specifically for Liberty County. So, gentlemen, welcome to the
2: show. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having us.
1: Yes, welcome back, Bob. Hi. it's good to be back.
2: Yeah, it's good to be back.
1: yeah. We kind of had a one-year hiatus, but I said I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta reach out. I gotta reach out so Man. we can have this conversation.
2: They had a little so- thing called COVID.
1: Little thing (laughs) called COVID, you know, so we've recovered, praise God, I believe, I hope, you know, Uh, but we live day by day and uh, it's like the weather. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Um, So kind of tell everybody, remind everybody what the role of the Emergency Management Agency is.
2: So Liberty County Emergency Management Agency, our role is to mitigate problems before they happen, Mm -hmm. i.e., You know, we might want to, say, trim the trees down, make sure we clean out our our gutters for our houses. We just try to mitigate problems. But if a problem does happen, then, you know, if we have a disaster that comes in through Liberty County, we'll take pictures, send people out to do uh, assessments, and we'll send that to the state and Mm -hmm. give the state a snapshot of what's going on in Liberty County. So it's, you know, if you have straight line winds or damage, we, we... it's good for us to know where we can send it to the state. And then if, if possible, if there's a lot of damage, we can get, you know, the funding reimbursements that, that away. Mm-hmm, we just help. don't track hurricanes and we just don't track uh, um, the weather. We do other things. A lot of public education. Okay. We do. We do on that.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like how you said mitigate any kind of emergency. I never thought of it like that. And so that brings it home, brings more clarity to the role of the EMA, because it's to mitigate any kind of emergency. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. It's not just so a lot of people think that we're the weather person, mm-hmm. which realistically, Liberty County, our most our likely disaster would be in, in terms of a hurricane or something like that. However, we you know we're looking at everything in terms of maybe active shooters or mm-hmm. you know uh, weather events. It's any type of emergency that can be disastrous mm-hmm. that we deal with. But we you highlight and we, everybody highlights us because of hurricanes. Because that real, realistically, we're on the coast. That is the most likely mm-hmm. uh, type of event that can cause the most destruction, the most
2: damage to property,
3: personnel. So we tend to focus on that, especially this type of the time yeah. of
0: the year. Yeah,
2: I'm- yeah. A lot of. Uh, disasters or or we have highway 84 that comes through here mm-hmm. so you have a lot of stuff going from the port of Savannah through Liberty County so you don't know what them trucks are carrying and if you have an accident or something like that that there can call us out where we can get resources in to help you know with the situation and also we have the CSX trains come through Liberty true. County right. so
0: yeah
2: and you know, you, you, we never want it, but we just prepare and prepare. we try to make, get, mitigate the, the situation before it happens. Mm-hmm. It's hurricane season. So. And it's hurricane, <laughs> this season, this is hurricane so season. So <laughs> That's all I was
1: thinking about. But I'm glad you led with that, that it's any kind of emergency. And uh, it's not just Liberty County that has an EMA. It's all over the country.
2: So every, every county in the state of Georgia has an emergency management agency. Every, every county, there's 158, I believe, mm-hmm. counties in the state of Georgia, yeah. and every one of us have an emergency management agency. Mm-hmm. And you can find them online under uh, your local EMA. You just type that in, like whatever county you live in, just mm-hmm. type in EMA, and then it's going to pop it's gonna
1: up. It's going to pop up. You also mentioned a very, very important fact, is that you're documenting emergencies here so that you can reach out to the state for assistance and funding and also if i said FEMA yeah. everyone would know what i'm talking about right
2: so a lot of people so you have the federal emergency management agency what as, as everyone refers to as FEMA mm-hmm. so FEMA is the federal the GEMA is the Georgia emergency mm-hmm. management and then you have the local so you have the local state federal mm-hmm. that's how that's broke down you got FEMA GEMA La Le-
1: Le- oh, okay. okay.
2: That's a good way to remember <laughs> yes. that. Liberty County Emergency Management.
1: Let's yeah, see. that's a good way to remember that.
2: So when a disaster does happen, we have a damage assessment team mm-hmm. and we train them. They go through training and then they'll go out and take pictures or, or what and they'll send a snapshot back to us and then we send it forward. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a saying in the
3: emergency management world, disasters start locally and end locally. So everybody knows about FEMA, but it's going to be your local emergency management office that's going to mitigate, help prep it, and however, we'll be around here, obviously, whenever mm-hmm. through the months, maybe, after an
2: emergency
1: mm-hmm. disaster. Home, home team. Yes. Home team. So,
2: how how go were you going to... So, it, most of your EMAs are small, small offices, maybe one, two, I mean, Chatham County has a big office, but most of your counties have one or two people in their EMA office, but the, the networking and the resources they have, they, they know who to call. They know how to mitigate mm-hmm. a situation or know, hey, this right here happened, so let me call this person. So we have a lot of contacts in our Rolodex. Mm-hmm.
1: I was going to talk about the ask you about the relationship with uh, Fort Stewart because I saw the emergency, uh, this not the control center, but your trailer outside. Right. Um, what's your involvement, and I know you have involvement, with Fort Stewart's installation protection or EMA? How does that work?
2: So they have an EMA out there on Fort Stewart. Um, we do cont- We talk to him on a regular basis. If he's doing an exercise or we're doing an exercise, we always uh, share information. We invite him, he invites us. Mm-hmm. Um, if we do activate our emergency operations center, they will have a a liaison in our EOC, Mm -hmm. and the same thing out there. They always have us a a chair, and we try to stay on the same. If they're going to evacuate or something's going on out there and they need resources, they're always calling us. The same, vice versa. If something happens out here, we're always contacting them. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. I remember being public affairs officer during one of those exercises and during this huge hurricane back in, I guess it was 2000, 99, 2000 here, where there was a, everybody evacuated. There there was tumbleweed in the streets <laughs> in Hinesville. Yes. Um, and how I just observed how the teams came together. Liberty County and probably GEMA was here. And there was huddles almost every morning talking about what's going on, what's the threat level. How often are you involved in something like that? Well, God forbid you have to be involved in something like that because that means there's a terrible hurricane coming.
2: if If something happens big, big like that, they'll put and LNO here. Uh, we'll stay in our EOC mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they'll they'll report back to the garrison uh, commander. So if they're evacuating, if we're evacuating, they're going to evacuate more than likely. We're all on the same sheet of music before they uh, a big decision is made they're at the table talking to yeah
3: if there's anything out there in the atlantic that's brewing up that Mm -hmm. looks like it's gonna head in our direction we start prepping here at the county and when, when those preparations start we involve obviously fort stewart so as it gets closer, uh, decisions are made on what level of activation you know we'll do here at the UOC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fort Stewart does the same thing. So there, you, you know, the county residents may not see all the stuff that yes. goes on behind the scenes, right. But when there is a storm out there brewing and it starts to head this way, mm-hmm. there's a lot of preparations being done here at the county to include Fort Stewart. Because
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a lot of Fort Stewart soldiers, families, and soldiers live in, within the county.
1: Yes, yes. The um so let's talk about how you integrate or collaborate with the weather center.
2: So, we have weather briefs every Friday and Monday on a all throughout the year. Okay. So, the hurricane season the hurricane center started this year started doing a 7-day outlook. Mm-hmm. So, we can see if something's out there, they we, we see it out there. As it gets closer, the weather, our National Weather Service is out of Charleston. So Charleston might say, hey, we need to start having daily briefs or two times a day briefs. Okay. So those push it out to us and then we'll have it here at the, EO, the EOC. In this room? Yes, ma'am. This
1: looks like and feels
2: like the EOC. Yes, ma'am. So when we have the EOC, we have, um, you have the, the mayor, the sheriff, the, the county administrator, the county chairman, you have uh, public works. You mm-hmm. have, you know, everybody has-
1: 911 a, is here.
2: You I have see the Fort ESF Stewart is here. Yeah, you have Fort Stewart. You have fire departments, um, search and rescue. You just never know. Uh, some ESFs might be more important for that event than, than others, but mm-hmm. all of us are here as a team. And then we make decisions. Then we push it out to to the, the public.
1: public. Now I, I kind of get what you mean by an ESF, but what does that stand essential for? Essential
3: support function.
1: Okay. So okay.
3: It, it's a it really is a federal uh, type of build or um, as you could say, uh, it's a scalable type of uh, uh, organizational chart thing. So essential support functions. So if you look at ESF four, mm-hmm. which is fire, so that that can okay. be yeah. Now if if something if there is an event or a disaster something happens that maybe doesn't require fire, then that's a scalable function. We can move that down.
1: Uh, mm-hmm.
3: So it's it really is. So if you like when FEMA comes into our organization and we start talking about ESF four. Uh, the federal, state, and local level—we all, we all know. It's like, you all understand it's what all that understand is, but exactly is—that's one of
1: those behind the scenes yeah, things. A typical, that,
3: a typical resident who hasn't any type of emergency management uh, type of background mm-hmm. would probably not know what it is. But as we talk in terms of. Uh, federal state and local levels we all understand it and we, we all talk the same
1: thing yeah key people right yes. key people key players right essential people right
2: yes ma'am
1: um if you were trying to go on leave they said no you can't go and leave because you've got to be at the table <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah right yeah. you oh, can't yeah. evacuate uh, with everybody evacuated. else yeah, you must right. stay we're here we're here right we're here <laughs> we're here is the local news um, um entity in the room as well or they wait until you're making a public statement I'm just curious. They're,
2: they're not. They're not in a room when we'll, you know when we're making decisions. Mm-hmm. They'll wait, or we'll have a meeting after sure. you know, decisions are made. But yeah. I guarantee you, they're outside waiting, waiting ready for waiting. a
1: statement. Especially if it's, um, I don't know, if you have levels for emergencies, right? Yeah. Especially if it's like a level ten, for lack of a better way to
2: express it. So we go on opcon levels. Okay. Uh, um Uh, we have five here Um, you know it's just based on the National Weather Service or whatever event is happening Mm -hmm. how we activate Hey, we're having something bad going on we need to um, activate the Emergency Operations Center Mm -hmm. then we just send out matter of fact I got a call today already just we do a a quarterly test Uh, you're a key essential personnel press one so Mm -hmm. we do Behind the scenes. Behind
1: the scenes. Yes, um, How how much do you use social media to get the word out when, so, when there's an emergency uh, uh, that people so need to be aware of? So
2: trip trip is a big social media person. Mm-hmm. Bob is not a, a, a social <laughs> social media. Although person. I'm older than Bob. <laughs> oh, <way> okay. <laughs> yeah. But we do uh, we get more residents off of our social media than we do anything else. Our social media and our news news media. That's mm-hmm. how we get our most- Get the word motos- out. Yes, ma'am.
1: Do you have the text app, the app that people have that can download on their phones where, they, where people can get alerts and messages?
3: For, for So for the county, we do not. However, we do utilize numerous apps. So FEMA has their own app. There's lots of other weather apps out there that you can you can download that provide pretty much the same type of information. Mm-hmm. That So the, it's all fed from the weather center in a way. Um, okay. So okay. We, we, as the county, we don't have it, like there's no emergency management specific app mm-hmm. for us. However, we do have systems that we use. So I'm sure everybody is familiar with those Amber Alerts that yes. when you get in the middle of the night, that is a system that we do have also. So we can notify residents within, you know, selected, diagram or a circle that we we put out there Mm -hmm. on stuff that we want to know and that's you don't need an app for that it'll ring your phone yes Uh, so anybody with a smartphone however we do have uh, alert Liberty which is our you can go online alert Liberty you can register um, and it's our email phone service type app Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. so, so to speak however yeah social media is something that we is how we get information out I think to the vast majority of our public however we do have some residents that yeah. don't have social media, don't right. utilize social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have means of communication, uh, That's whether it's family members that get in the... the the information that the family members, they tell them, mm-hmm. or there's something as small as it's called a weather radio that you just, oh, yes. people are familiar with. You just put that on your desk and you don't need to have any type of social media skills. If something's happening, it alerts you and you'll hear
1: mm-hmm. it. Um, and when we, we used to talk about make sure you have a weather radio, how important is that you think today?
2: It's, it's, it's very important because uh, they have them now where they're solar or crank. Weather radios and it lets you know the weather. If there's a watch or a warning coming into your area, it lets you know. A lot of people don't like Tripp said they don't have the the uh, social media, Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. they have that weather radio and it's on all the time. Mm -hmm. And then it's just going to beep or or blurt Mm -hmm. at you when there's a watch or warning or take cover tornado might Mm -hmm. be coming so they're very important
1: i think and i agree with you because over the last uh, few months we've seen where there's no cell service um i know i won't name any names but different cellular providers have been out for days for weeks i know downtown our office was out for an entire week the landline People were talking about no cell phones, no Wi-Fi for an entire week. So if something would have happened, we would have known other than having a weather radio.
3: Right. Yeah, that's, so that's a part of our, our brief when we start talking about disaster preparations. And, yes. And what all do I need? Mm-hmm. Um, so if something really big comes through our county, you're probably you're most likely gonna lose power in cellular service because towers will go down, power goes down. So what what is still out there that can broadcast at, at huge wavelengths here? local am radio stations fm radio stations so and that's what bob was talking about get those crank radios that don't take power you can crank them up and listen to you get your information because you could be days worst
2: case weeks without power so those things are essential and it's it's good to have those too because we can put messages on them stations where a uh if we've been out of power for A week, We're giving the ice away at this this location if you want to come and get it. Or we're giving food away or um, you're charging your cell phones. We have a charging station at this. It just lets you know what's going on when you don't have the power or the TV to listen to it.
1: That's true. I was listening to um, NPR, one of my favorite stations, and they were talking about how the hurricane, I think it was a hurricane or a typhoon, hit Guam. Tough, huh? And they were out of electricity for weeks, no clean water. Those are things we don't think about.
2: Yeah, and that's what—that's uh, why we do the mitigation. When I say mitigation, we mm-hmm. do the public outreach. So we want to—we want to come and talk to you about hurricane seasons or any other disaster that could possibly happen to help you make a plan to give you a head start in case something does happen. It'll work for you.
3: And that, I mean, that's a great point. So I, I I'm not from Liberty County. <gasps>
2: i know. Kidding, I, I'm I, kidding. I, I do, I'm not from I Georgia. Get, so. <laughs> I
3: the we're, I'm the, your typical military <laughs> implant here, uh, retired. However, I, I did hear this, this thing that they say, well, we're in the elbow here and we don't get hurricanes. Mm. Um, And I can tell you after doing research and talking with people who've been here for a while, that is not the case. We've just been fortunate over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. I can tell you we've had within 30 miles since they've been tracking hurricanes, we've had 26 come through Liberty County within 30 miles since they started tracking them. Also within 100 miles, we have had six category threes and two category fours come within- Six
1: category threes.
3: Right with 100 miles. Yes. So that saying that well we are in the elbow when we don't have hurricanes come through here or directly hit mm. is is not a good preparation mm-hmm. tool. Mm-hmm. I would say mm-hmm. that's if you're if you're a betting person, you know, you're going to win the table every now and then, but at some point the dealer is going to win.
1: Mm. I'm glad you brought that up because that I want to go back to the education piece of how what's your outreach to the community and how do you educate people? I'm sitting here. I'm looking at a lot of uh, brochures and pamphlets and information. So I would assume that maybe you're going to the schools or you. How does all that work?
2: So we uh, within the last couple weeks we've had we've did a, a outreach in Midway and we've done one last week in Riceboro. We've done one with our ESS. Um, churches. What's that? Lowe's. Lowe's. We had an outreach at Lowe's a couple weeks ago and we gave away some hurricane kits, starter kits. We gave a couple uh, weather radios Mm. away just to get people in that frame of mind. Hurricane season starts June 1st so Mm -hmm. we want you to know hey this is this is how you prepare for it and if you need help we're preparing for it. That's what we're here for. Or if you know someone that needs, hey, this will be a good f- to come in and let these guys talk about hurricanes to this organization. We'll be more than happy to do it. Just just call our office.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what about some of the other emergencies that we don't often think about, an overturned tanker or something like that? Uh, what is it that you want the public to know about how to respond or how to avoid those kinds of emergencies what are some of the things we should think about
2: so i mean if if something happens uh, overturn tanker or, or we're going to assess the situation and then if we have to block off some roads we're going we're going to you know have the police do that if we had to get resources in from the of state or from the state we're going to we're going to call the state and get them resources in where we can get the community back operating at 100% mm-hmm. i think
3: like more importantly is is there's a uh, don't L- listen to us. Get on on uh, your verified media, local news stations. Verified, Ver- verified media. So you're <laughs> and yes.
1: incredible. Exactly.
3: Yeah. So don't start. You know the rumors going yes, out there. So yeah. listen to the county. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna put out that alert, just like your amber alerts. They get out your amber alerts. Mm-hmm. If something happens, you have to evacuate the area. If there's just like in, in Glenn County has done this a couple times. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they've had some incidents at the uh, at some uh factories over there right that's um, right where they've had to do uh, evacuate you know with a shirt so you know listen to us we'll put that out if you have concerns or questions Contact your local emergency management office, mm-hmm. uh, first responders. Uh, we will put out verified information on what to do. La- the worst thing we can do is cause chaos and and, and havoc by putting exactly. out information out there that's not credible or reliable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say follow us on social media, please. That when we will we put out information you know all the time as it's relevant, as it comes out, as mm-hmm. we learn about it, uh, verified information.
1: Yeah, verified information. The uh, um, tell me about because we often see if there's a fire truck there's an ema truck behind it why
2: so some some uh, some incidents ema will go to mm-hmm. not all of the fire trucks that you see you're not going to have an ema truck go to but some of them we will respond to and that that there's just to make sure that the, the fire department has the resources they need right there to to handle that situation, um, we're we're always in contact with the incident commander when the, the fire goes on scene. Okay. And if they need resources, we can help them get them resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. to say that. So, for emergency management, so
3: and you know, you can look at you know first responders. So, you know, myself personally, I I don't know much about first aid. You know, so EMS is who I call. Firefighting. I know how to change a battery in a, in a smoke detector, mm. but if there's anything more than that, I call our uh, you know firefighters. Right. If it's law enforcement, I call law enforcement. We're we are the people that get the resources when the resources run out.
1: Management. Yes. Okay, that's Maybe. the management part. Okay, Correct. That's the management part. So let's just talk. Let's talk about the the hurricane season. Oh, yes. That is from June until December. I should know this by now.
2: November the 30th. June okay, 1st June November the 30th. 1st
1: until November the 30th. Every year is hurricane season. And um, I remember you were sharing that all year round, you're meeting every Friday, every Friday. Uh, so you're not surprised by anything because you're staying in the information loop. So let's talk about these predictions, predictions for 2023. What's the hurricane season looking like?
2: So I think the biggest thing is a prediction. If you look up the word prediction,
1: mm-hmm. it,
2: that's what it is, a prediction. Nobody can predict what they do. But, you know, they take the last 50 years mm-hmm. of, of storms that come through, and that's just how they get their predictions. Mm-hmm. So when we say, well, the prediction is bad or prediction is, you know, average, it only takes one storm. If we have a storm to come through Liberty County, trust me, it was a bad hurricane season for Liberty County. Mm-hmm. But the prediction said, well, is this going to be a normal storm? It only takes one. That's yeah. what, that's our motto. You know, that's what we tell everybody. We can have, you know, they, they predict that it's going to be an average season with 14 storms,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, seven hurricanes, and, and three category, three or higher uh, storms. Mm-hmm. But... That's a prediction. That's
1: a, you're making. I like I like how you're making a, giving us clarity that it is a prediction. prediction.
2: Yes. Um, everybody goes off the prediction, but it only takes one storm. Mm-hmm. And so
3: for this year, the uh, National Hurricane Center, which is down in Florida, so they they put out an official, usually around late May, mm-hmm. as they do their predictions, mm-hmm. uh, and they look at certain things. So one is everybody's heard about El Nino, La Nina, uh, and water temperatures. Mm-hmm. So. They say it's going to be a average year this year because it's an El Nino year, which means you have a there's a drift warm water on the Pacific coast that moves like towards Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And when it doesn't, when there's not enough uh, wind that pushes it towards Hawaii, it really disturbs the Atlantic, which disturbs any, anytime you get a disturbance of wind, it it messes up those hurricanes. They don't get to form. Mm-hmm. So that's that's good. So okay. okay. Look, all right. So we have that hurricanes are going to have a harder chance to form. However. Also, in the same thing, well, our waters are above normal in temperature, which means you're going to get more hurricanes. So you get good in one, bad in the other. So, and and realistically, Mother Nature is going to do what Mother Nature wants to do. That's you can, right. You can. It's, it's very hard to predict. However, I do know there are a lot of. Listen, uh, you were talking about yesterday how there was a there's a severe weather storm coming in at at seven o'clock, and you know it precisely almost that time a storm comes through. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that they can. They can, you know, determine, you know, based on water temperatures, the jet stream, how a low is coming in on where it's going to hit. Mm-hmm. But if you look at, I guess, the, the imagery on a map, it just looks like somebody has a shotgun with thunderstorms that come around. Right. So you may not get All sun. the red. It is. the red. And you may get the red. You may not get the red. But they, they can, you know, predict. Meteorologists can look at all the, the elements that are out there and say, hey, look, you can, there's a good chance you're going to get a severe thunderstorm.
1: Mm-hmm. So So they can have a higher confidence, a higher probability of the prediction based on past uh, storm performance or lack of uh, the weather, the water. That They can be more confident that yes, this is how it's going to happen, exactly. But but they can't be 100% no, because really. the Lord no. is in control of how they think are Everybody go, hears right?
3: that we have a 50% chance of rain, and everybody's head's like, Oh, okay, well, that was a shot. Well, we might get rain, we might not get rain. Well, I mean, so there is a formula that they do, mm-hmm. and I know like typically my head is like, Oh, 50 50 chance that just that just sounds like you didn't know what was going on yeah. but they they they're actually predicting it however yes it's it is very hard to determine mm, so mm. and the last thing uh i guess about predictions is as you know the last couple of years has been above normal mm-hmm. it's been the they predicted above normal seasons now this is for just the season not for liberty county okay
1: explain what you mean by above normal so
3: like like this year they predicted a normal season of around 14 named okay. storms seven hurricanes three so in the past years there have been more than 14 more than seven and more than three so that's an above normal mm-hmm. however we didn't get anything that was significant mm-hmm. there were still storms out there brewing we activated we did certain things mm-hmm. um so what and when we say it's above normal above normal above normal and then people hear well nothing's come through here it's like kind of like crying wolf. We, yes we don't want to do it so it's very hard so I, it's I just, you know, want all the listeners out there just understand regardless if we say above normal, normal, below normal, mm-hmm. it is ex- extremely important that every year you prepare every single year. And I know we're sitting here talking in July right now. We would love to do this and you know, prior to May.
1: We have um, to next time.
3: <laughs> yeah. We're we're inside the hurricane season, but yeah, yeah. every single year is we are in a coastal county. Every single year is gonna be a hurricane season
1: mm-hmm. for us. And it's not too late to prepare.
3: No, absolutely. No, um uh, because
1: Fortunately, we're blessed that we haven't had a hurricane. Not yet. Not yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, as we say, we're always praying that the hurricane (laughs) will bypass us and go out into the ocean somewhere, right? But it's not too late to prepare.
2: You can always prepare um, little things, you know, keep your... uh trees trim uh yard ornaments you can always take them you know keep them tied down mm-hmm. buildings tie them down you know you have the hurricane straps you can buy mm-hmm. um there's a lot of things you can do throughout the year to prepare for yes hurricane season. yeah especially but it's never too late
1: it's never too late and especially with the heat um Uh, we put up our umbrellas and all these things. We should take those down because I've seen one blow across the yard before.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's a a dangerous thing. If you get a strong wind, that that thing could uh, do some damage.
1: Exactly, exactly. So it's a good time to go around and look at your yard Uh and the trees you've been thinking about cutting down that have fallen anyway because trees tend to fall and you you didn't know sometimes they'll fall and you didn't know they were rotten or or that they were gonna fall and, and that can happen anytime but it's a great time to go around and look at your yard
2: yeah and everybody loves the pretty oak trees down here in Georgia mm-hmm. the live oaks so yes you know it's always it's always good to take that precautions mm-hmm. before hurricane season starts or you know just trim them up and mm-hmm. and,
3: and contact your insurance company
1: that's a good uh, point
3: uh, you know talk about so you uh, I live out on the water. I would I would assume when I was buying the house I was in a flood zone. However, I was not in a flood okay. zone, which okay. boggled my mind. Um, so I had the option to get flood insurance I'm not. But I opted to get it, better safe than sorry. Is and uh, we were matter of fact we were talking with Riceboro residents last week, um, and you know one of the residents there was he. Used to work with the insurance company, and he made some very good points. Hey, contact your insurance company, see what they can and can't cover. Mm. Um, you know, if this happens, you know, will will I be covered for X, Y, Z? It's it's better to contact your insurance company now, now, yes, because if you make a change to your policy, a lot of places, a lot of insurance companies say, well, it's going to take thirty days before that's effective, or a flood insurance is, I believe, up to a year in some places. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. it's. Uh, Extremely important contact them. Um, I know we can always replace, you know, houses and, 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 you know, properties like that, yes. but you know, you you pay for a service,
1: make yes. sure that
2: you're getting what you pay for contact them.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That's yeah. important.
2: And it's always good. Like, like Trip was saying with the insurance company, if there's a storm out there, like he said, that storm is going to be probably make landfall within two weeks. Mm-hmm. Most insurance companies make you wait 30 days before the policy becomes effective. Mm-hmm. And if you're under a, a watch or a warning there's a hurricane out there, they're not even going to cover you.
1: Mm. Now is the time then. Yeah,
2: exactly. Now
1: is the time. And you know, I was thinking, I got to say this. Um, during storms, before storms, there are always people driving around saying, we repair roofs. And let us take a, I have to put this plug in, Trip five, I have to. Mm-hmm. They'll say, we repair roofs, we can go and um, go on your roof today, and if you need repairs, we can call your insurance company, all these things. I say be very, very leery of people stopping by your house um, to offer you that kind of service, because you could get scammed
2: yes absolutely uh we and we include that in our uh briefs okay price price gouging or scammers if a disaster does happen you're always going to have people move into the area hey uh we'll we'll cut this tree out of your yard or we'll cut this tree off of your roof look the best thing to do is call your insurance company and let them work it through that away um Yes. Unless you know the person, mm-hmm. there's always somebody out there that's going to take advantage of the less fortunate. And, and, and if we're in the middle of a storm mm-hmm. or had something land on your roof, just, just call your insurance company.
1: Yes. Verified and credible. Two good keywords today. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. If you're just tuning into Conversations with Daisy Jones, I'm talking to Robert He is the director of the Liberty County Emergency Management Agency and also Trip Duke, who is the deputy director of the um, Liberty County Emergency Management Agency. We're talking all things emergency, how to mitigate emergencies and the role of the EMA in your life, in our lives. So let's continue to talk about I see you have on this sheet tropical cyclone. In, yes. in our area
3: well so tropical cyclones are really just it's, it is a, a better word for it includes all tropical weather so oh. it's tropical depressions hurricanes category one through five so when you say tropical oh. cyclone you th- it sounds much more but we we're, we're all familiar with the words hurricane and tropical depressions but they're Absolutely. all they're all just tropical cyclones
1: I think cyclone might be a good word to use because sometimes mm-hmm. we get too comfortable <laughs> we get yeah. too comfortable yeah. so but when you say cyclone yeah it gets your attention (laughs) yeah it does it does it does so we have um how how are these storms named
3: so the the um is the world meteorological organization is the organization that's responsible for naming the storms and they are they they alternate female male names mm-hmm. all throughout the year mm-hmm. um so i don't come up with the names that they they, they do so how they're selected that's that's I, interesting it isn't is it? because tammy is one of them this year and that's my wife so i said that she's going to be one of them don't get in, in trouble trip she's, <laughs> yeah she's she already knows i've selected her to be a bad storm <laughs> um but th- there were a couple years ago if if viewers uh, listeners can can recall that they ran out of names that went into the greek alphabet and oh i didn't know that so they went in the greek alphabet it's not just it doesn't go a b c d e f g and so a lot of people got confused when delta was before you know a certain other oh, okay. um so the they have actually changed it now to go just names so there is a something we call supplemental names Interesting. so that's it is a bad year if we have to go into supplemental names
1: that is true but We're, names
3: do They are in alphabetical order, and they alternate female-male.
1: This is interesting. I see these. Okay, so even on the storm names, I see Adelia and Tammy, Whitney, Vince, Sean.
2: So they pick the names. They do it every five years. And then if a storm causes damage, they'll retire that name. So they'll never use that name again. Like Uh, you got your Katrina, your Andrew, um... Matt, uh. I don't know if Matthew was re- retired, but it, it, that's how they you'll never see them names come up mm-hmm. again on, mm-hmm. tropical
1: on the list. Comes. So that's why Arlene is marked through.
2: So Arlene Brett, so we've already Cindy. had three named storms this year.
1: Okay. So I them didn't. are
2: the three names. Arlene, Brett, and Cindy has been named already okay. this year. So we won't use them again. Our next storm will be Dawn.
1: Okay, so these supplemental names are interesting. You've got it's interesting. You've got as simple as Will, mm-hmm. and as kind of complicated as Shine.
2: Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah. If you remember, a couple of years ago they had a uh, Isaiah, um They. Yeah.
1: And, and again, who comes up with this again? Yeah,
3: it's the uh, it's the <laughs> it's the World Meteorological Organization. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not familiar where they're stationed out of, uh, <laughs> but yes, the, it's, interesting. It's names that they think are are more common in there so yes that that's oh. <laughs> so there were there are some harder names like bob was pronouncing that it was it, it was difficult because some people didn't know how to pronounce them so they exactly they're, they're trying to putting in some names that are easier uh ophelia uh doesn't i don't think that's a common name it may no. be for some but uh they're, they're trying to do better on some of their names but yes in the past there were some that were very difficult to pronounce and it, so you try to get that messaging out there that's the same through all so when everybody's pronouncing it incorrectly or different it was harder so well Bob would pronounce it incorrectly <laughs>
1: well may i say they blew it yes they did Just, <laughs> if i may say they someone, have blown it yeah you yeah, we got a
2: country boy these from West are, Virginia yeah, like These
1: are complicated. These are complicated, much less how are you going to spell some of these? Well, hopefully
2: so, we won't get into the supplemental right, names. That's right, that's right. to stay with the storm. That's
1: name. right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Well, okay, so after the names we've got, I, wanted, I want you to kind of break down the difference between, and I want to say a tornado and hurricane watch versus warning.
2: Okay, so you have a watch and a warning. Uh, um, You have a tornado watch, a tornado warning, Mm -hmm. a hurricane watch, a hurricane warning. And the definition of a watch, Tripp always has a, and I'll let him explain his philosophy on a watch and and a warning, but basically a watch is possible, a warning is expected. Okay,
3: so the... uh so I was the same way. I'm sure most of your listeners are the same way. When you hear watch, is that worse than a warning? And it, was, it got uh-huh. very confusing. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm an older, I would say I'm <laughs> I'm older generation. I used to watch, when I come up from school, I would watch Old Lost in Space. And it was the old, it was, really? old, it was old Lost in Space. You know about space. all of that? Oh, yes. Um, and, Where and, are you from again? I'm from Hilton Head. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I... I'm I'm over 50. lost in space yes. so I remember that and and I always remember that robot going warning Roll Robinson w- yes, warning and that yes, was always yes, somebody yes. was chasing them yes so yes. when you hear warning I warning Ro Robinson that is the bad that it's it's not just the conditions are there it is there
1: mm-hmm. it's so imminent
3: It's not right exactly. so a watch is the conditions are favorable that something might happen mm-hmm. a warning is they're there and they're present so if you always hear warning remember warning Ro Robinson warning roll Robinson and run back for that spaceship
1: that's a good <laughs> that's a good analogy for any generation because uh, Lost in Space is still in reruns I think so. You yeah.
2: Can, oh yeah, you
1: can get in training. You can get in training. Um so I want to ask you about the if there was something a hurricane, tornado, is there a different response for hurricane, tornado uh, emergency disaster?
2: So a uh, a lot of times you you're going to get a hurricane you'll have you you we see that coming weeks in advance Mm -hmm. we have more time to uh plan for that a tornado you're going to get the watches and the warnings and then if you follow us on our uh, social media we're going to put out a we can it's possible that we could get a, a tornado you really can't do a lot um for that they just they just just happen the tornadoes just happen pretty pretty quick but the tornadoes the impact of a tornado is smaller than the impact of a hurricane if it hits so you just gotta where we live in georgia south south georgia and and like trip said we live on the 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 coast and you just got to pay attention to to the the weather channel or have them Weather, ready, weather radios, mm-hmm. or follow us on our Facebook page and, and mm-hmm. you know, just make a plan. We don't want to we'll enjoy it, but just have a yeah, plan just in case. Yeah. So, every emergency
3: yeah. is different. Mm-hmm. Every every emergency is different. So you, so there's, like, when a hurricane comes up, we know mm-hmm. based on history, on typically what happens when hurricanes come through, it's storm surge, it's winds, it's power outages, uh, and you get a lot of the same relative type of damage with a tornado, but not as widespread. Uh, and it's, you don't have as near as much warning. So, but every emergency is different. So as things happen, we evaluate the situation and we push out whatever type of information or first responders, whoever it may be, to uh, whether it's it's a it's, uh, power pole, people getting up, fixing power, uh, or if it's first responders going out because you know people are trapped in a house or, or hurt. So every single emergency is different. Um, if it's happening to you, it doesn't matter. It's the worst thing. That's true. So, mm-hmm. um, it it, it is, is extremely important, I think, that you be in the know, be prepared, follow us on social media, don't let it be a surprise. And if it is, have your preparations ready to where you can bounce back
1: as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. And to both of your points, the, the EMA is critical. Being connected to the emergency management agency in your area is critical because that's how you know you're going to get verified and credible information. That's how you know that.
3: Yes. And we, uh, so your emergency management office, whatever county it is, you know, we're responsible for resilience in the community. We bring stuff back to normal Mm -hmm. as a community. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, you know, if a smaller storm, like a tornado, that would be a much smaller footprint uh per se than a hurricane so you know a recovery for if a big hurricane came through here recovery would be a lot longer it's Mm -hmm. we're still we're Mm -hmm. still recovering from the effects of matthew and this is 2023 uh so and for for bryan county when the tornado went through pembroke i mean they're going to recover a lot quicker Mm -hmm. um but it's still you know right after the it's it's extremely essential um Mm -hmm. that recovery happens obviously and so we, we kind of look at all the resources that come in and, make and, you know, manage it and ensure that, you know, what the federal government has agreed to, what the state government has mm-hmm, agreed to, that mm-hmm. it's followed through and complete.
1: Mm-hmm. And back to the mitigation is, and I, as you were speaking and you were talking earlier, the mitigation is to make sure people are informed and that they are prepared so that they can either stay in place or evacuate, but follow what the protocol is for the optimal.
2: Yeah, and when you talk mitigation, this is the time to mitigate. And how do we mitigate? By us doing public outreach mm-hmm, programs mm-hmm. or coming out and speak. And then, you know, if we help one person, then, you know, we're mitigating something.
1: Yes, the cost, yeah, the, the crisis, the pain of it, the God forbid anybody got hurt or or even died. So I think that whole role is so, so crucial. And I know we're running out of time. So I've got to ask you about the evacuation plan um, routes and things. If something happened in Liberty County, what does that that look like?
2: So we do have, if if evacuation was ordered um, Mm -hmm. for a hurricane coming in, we do have an evacuation assembly area which is the Schumann Center, the James Brown Park. Now, That's how,
1: Highway 84?
2: Is the, that Highway 84? It's off the uh, uh, Tupelo Trail down the James Brown Park. Okay, yes. Um, it's behind Dan Vaden. Yes, behind Dan Baden just there. off of Highway 84. So yep. we yep. would put out, uh, you know, if we're going to evacuate at one o'clock, if you show up at the Schumann Center, we're going to sign you in, and we're not going to ask for everything. We're just going to ask for your name, how many people's in your party, how many bags did mm-hmm. you have? And then we'll evacuate to an inland shelter mm-hmm. to get you out of harm's way. And then once it's the scene or Liberty County is safe to return, we will bring you back mm-hmm. into it.
1: And that's the that's the reentry process, right? The
2: reentry once once um, if a storm comes in, once a storm passes, we'll have our damage assessment teams go out throughout the county and assess the county's Okay property or houses or something was hit mm-hmm. and If they say it's all clear then we'll allow people to come back into mm-hmm. the county
1: and i know roadways are play a, a large role in the ability of people to come back into the area right. if they are clear yeah or unclear.
2: and um so we do have zones in um evacuation routes mm-hmm. in liberty county mm-hmm. i know everybody knows oh if you take this back road down there by the bent tree and go <laughs> right, this way right. We use 84 and 196. And why I use those is because everybody knows them roads, then they go parallel through the county of, uh, of Liberty and then get you out farther west. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's the roads we use 84 and 196. It's going to take you to Glenville and out through Long County. It's going to get you out. Off of the coast off the coast
1: so if you had to give us uh three points three takeaways from this conversation today what would those three takeaways be
2: my three points and i'm sure trip will have different points mm-hmm. but my three points is no have a plan in place for you and your your family um i.e if you're going to ride the storm out or you're going to evacuate do it early enough where you don't get caught in the the, the traffic Uh, Two would be get your information from a credible source. Um, You can follow us or, or, you know, the local news. And three, we want you to come back into the county as fast, but we want you to be safe. We want it to be safe for you to come back into the county. Okay. That's my three points. All right.
1: All right. All right.
2: True. first is always
3: stay in the know. So, you know, follow us on social media, uh, follow uh, reliable media organizations. Uh, So that's stay in the know, know. Second is be prepared. So have your disaster, your disaster kit ready, ready to go. Uh, you know, the hurricane, you might have a couple days prepared, but with a tornado, you, it may be minutes. So have that ready to go. And, and the third is know your evacuation zone. We have two evacuation zones in A and B. Uh, so alpha or A evacuation zone is Highway 17, which includes all of Midway to Barrington Ferry Road south or east, however you want to look at that. That is zone A everything north or west of that is zone B. So know your evacuation zone.
1: Okay. So we'll leave it at that. I thank you gentlemen so much for joining me on the conversation. I've been talking with Robert, I call you Bob, I guess your family calls you Bob, and yes, yes, um, the director of the Liberty County Emergency Management Agency. Also, I'm um, Pleased to meet Trip Duke, who is the Deputy Emergency Management Agency for Liberty County. Thank you all so much for being on the show. And thank you all for listening to Conversations with Daisy Jones. You know, I say this all the time. In these days of ever-evolving technology, remember that a conversation is still the most powerful communication on the planet. Make it a great day. Season your words with grace. Speak life. Make it a great day. We'll talk next time right here on Conversations with Daisy Jones.
0: Conversations with Daisy Jones. Conversations with Daisy Jones. Conversations with Daisy Jones daisy jones conversations with daisy jones hey let's talk a while she the community voice with a big old smile if you want that truth don't touch the dial if you want that truth don't touch the dial community resource for number one she's the best when it's all said and done so go ahead call on the phone man you're live on the mic with daisy jones so let it not miss you yeah better than the magazine bringing life to the issue having these talks that'll bless you every conversation will address you every word tastes good like glass food this show gon' bless you so get on the phone have a conversation with daisy jones let's go